0: Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates.
1: This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through Sunday, August 7th. And it's a busy week.
0: Yes, I feel like we're (laughs) on the countdown to the season. Because this is the season, but we're counting down to the international season, and we're having all of these club competitions and NQS events going on, and it's super busy, and I think it's only going to get busier.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, we're in August, it's like, we just finished the first week of August, By the end of the month, we're going to have Junior Grand (laughs) prix, So we've got got a few weeks, you know, and it's really going to get busy here. So,
0: I'm really excited for the JGPs to start up. There's a lot of new faces that we're going to see, and I'm just looking forward to them being able to get out there and soak in all the experience. Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to talk about the Junior Grand Prix a little later because we heard some announcements for a Junior Grand Prix event. But let's start with the events that took place this week. First event that took place was the Philadelphia Summer Championships. Many people remember it as being called Liberty. It was in Ashton, Pennsylvania. Um, It was a national qualifying series event for singles. It also was an ISU international competition for seniors and juniors. This is our second international we had because Lake Placid was the first one. And so now we have our second one here. Um, Robin was there. Um, in the, we will put a link in the show notes to the results for the international competition, but I think everyone was kind of keeping an eye on the women's event where Isabeau Levito won the senior women's event with Lindsay Thorne Grant and Gracie Gold finishing in second and third respectively. Now, a lot of people were talking about Gracie. Gracie had a clean short program and then landed five clean triples in her free skate to score a 180.26, her highest total score in a competition since Skate America in 2016. And that's according to Jackie Wong. So, very impressive skate um, for Gracie here in August. And a lot of people are saying, could she get the to-be-determined spot for Skate America?
0: I'm really excited for Gracie that she had such a great debut event, because I think this is her first competition of the season, this is awesome. This Mm -hmm. is something that she can build from, so I'm very excited that she, you know, had such a great outing in the first event of the season. Yeah.
1: Um, On the men's side, Liam Kopeikis won the senior men's event with Din Tran in second, and Canada's Gabriel Blumenthal finishing in third. And then in juniors, we had Sarah Everhart and Robin Yampolski winning their events.
0: They also were holding a club competition at the same time. Why don't you tell us, Gina, who won the senior women's event?
1: That would be Ting Sui won the senior women's event there. Again, we'll put a link to all of the results, both international and the club competition, in our show notes.
0: Yeah, Ting's had... I think, a year or two of injury. So it's great to see her back in competition. Yeah. Well, you know that my eyes were glued <laughs> to the Quebec Summer Championships that took place in Pierrefonds, in Quebec, in Canada. Um, Deanna Stellato and Maxime Duchamp won the Pairs event, and Marie-Jade Laurio and Romain Legac won the dance event.
1: And the 2022 National Showcase Competition was hosted by the Champions Edge Skating Club in the Event Health Center in Wesley Chapel, Florida. And our Melanie was there. Um, She was the official photographer. And she told us about this one program that I want to mention. It was by Mia Rocco. She did a program in the novice comedic category. And she was the U.S. men's Olympic team. She skated to Jason's Centerman first, and then she ripped off her black shirt and had Nathan's Galaxy shirt and then did some, you know, skated to some L and John. And then she put on a bathrobe and carried around a teddy bear and sneeze while the music Vincent was playing. And obviously that was to show that, you know, that Vincent wasn't able to compete because of, you know, testing positive for COVID. Um, so I, w- I, w- I wish there was video of this. Because yeah, I, I would have loved it. to see how she portrayed all three of them in one program, obviously. But um, yeah, there's always some interesting programs that come out of National Showcase. So um, yeah, and I think Melanie seemed to have a good time. She was p- talking about it and stuff like that. So we'll put a link to the results in our show notes.
0: Well, the NQS continues for Ice Dance with Silicon Valley Open taking place in San Jose, California. This past weekend, this was the senior debut of Isabella Flores and her new partner, Yvonne Desyatov. They won the senior dance event. I think there were only a couple of entrants, but it's a, a great uh, free dance score posted so far by a new team early in the season. And Lea Nesset and Artem Markov won the junior dance event. they seem to be setting the scores that are going to uh, be the bar to hit this season. In the US. The Cup of Colorado competition, which is a singles and pairs competition for the NQS, took place in Highland Ranch, Colorado. Uh, there were some new partnership debuts Nika DiGenis and Mark Sandusky, Grace Hans and Danny Newdecker. Grace and Danny finished first, with Nika and Mark finishing in second, and Ellie Cam and Ian May. Finished third. They were at the junior level at the 2022 Nationals. Phoebe Stubblefield was credited with landing a clean triple axle at the beginning of her junior free skate. That's pretty awesome. She was competing in the junior women's event. She finished first. So, congratulations, Phoebe, on landing your first yeah, clean very triple cool. axle. Yeah, very
1: cool. As a it's junior, no less. Very cool. Yeah. And rounding out our events for the week was the Scott Hamilton Invitational. It was a singles competition that was part of the National Qualifying Series. Um, It was in Nashville, Tennessee, and we will put a link to those results in our show notes. Wow, a lot of events. (laughs) We got them all.
0: It's only going to get busier. Right now, we have a lot of the NQS events. The U.S. did uh, remove the regional competition. Things are being managed. The qualification for nationals is being managed in a very different way with the NQS events and finals. And yeah, it's it's a different uh, beast this year. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it goes. So let's move on to our general skating news. The ISU has released the entries for the second JGP event, which will take place in... Ostrava, Czech Republic. This is an event that has pairs. For the U.S. team, Jenna Hauer and Benjamin Starr are going out to their first JGP event. Kai Kovar and Maxim Zharkov will skate in the men's event, and they were both on the JGP last year. Maxim Zharkov, I will always remember because he was an ice dancer at the lowest levels, and he did medal at nationals, so he's got a great style. For the women's event, Mia Kalin returns to the JGP and Elise Lynn Gracie is going to make her JGP debut. For pairs, Sonia Barham and Daniel Tiamencev, along with Kayla Smith and Andy Deng, will both make their international and JGP debuts. For Canada, Chloe Panetta and Kieran Thrasher in pairs, Sarah Maud Dupuy in women, Alexa Rakic in men and Marianne Hubert and William Odson. They're a new team that just was a- added to the next gen um, team in Canada. They're making their JGP debut. She's brand new to ice dance, so this is fantastic news for them. And then Haley Yu and Brendan Jang will also be going, and they competed on the JGP last season. Yeah, so.
1: already thinking junior grand prix here we've got you know the announcements for two events
0: i know i am just dying every week once we (laughs) you know when they're gonna release it so you're just waiting that day trying to to figure out who's gonna be the next ones right
1: it's different than the senior grand prix because we get it all in the one day and then for the junior grand prix it kind of just a couple every couple weeks it's
0: different i think that um because JGP is still kind of developmental, I think countries have specific benchmarks that they want the skaters to achieve before they give them a second assignment or give the assignment to someone else to give them some experience. So I think a lot of thought goes into that. And we'll see. I mean, it's a very different JGP as well. And Gina, you can tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, the ISU released a communication detailing the number of competitor Allotments for the 2023 ISU championships, and that means Europeans, four continents, worlds, and junior worlds. Now, as we know, Russia is banned from any competitions until further notice, international competitions until further notice. Russia and Belarus still have allotments for Europeans as they competed at Europeans last year. However, here's the thing. The allotments are only subject to the lifting of the current ban on Russia and Belarus athletes from the international competition. So if the ban gets lifted by the time Europeans is to come around, which is January, then Russia and Belarus will have their allotments. But if the ban is still in place, Russia and Belarus will not be able to compete at Europeans. Russia has lost its allotments for Worlds and Junior Worlds. Because they were banned from Worlds and Junior Worlds in 2022. So they lost their allotments. If the ban is lifted by the time Worlds comes around, Russia and Belarus will each be allowed to send one skater and one team, one pairs team, one dance team, to compete in each event. We'll put a link in our show notes to this communication that talks about this. But yeah, a lot of people were talking about the fact, okay, Russia has no spot well has one spot um for each you know discipline if the ban gets lifted for worlds you know people were saying you know normally we're so used to russia having three spots for each discipline for the worlds and this is not the case but again this is all based on if we still have this band in place by the time these events come up in in you know january february march
0: Yeah, it's a long ways away, Mm -hmm. and this is a very long season, so we'll definitely keep you posted on any news that comes out Mm -hmm. with regard to that. Skate Canada announced on August 5th the end of the partnership of Evelyn Walsh and Trent Michaud. Evelyn is planning to attend university in September, and Trent is planning to search for a new partner and continue his Pairs career. The team did have new programs and were assigned to two Grand Prix this fall, and just decided, you know what, sometimes I think you just come to that fork Mm -hmm. in a road and it's not always so simple for it to be right at the start of a season, like before those assignments Mm -hmm. are placed. Mm -hmm. And evidently that you know, they've made the decision that's best for them and we wish them both the best of luck in the future. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was it came as a surprise when I got the press release. I was quite surprised by it, but um, again, wishing them best, the best to both of them. Hopefully Trent can, you know, find a partner here soon. Um, it's kind of late to be looking for a partner for this season, so maybe he will sit this season out and wait until uh, next season to start competing with a new partner. But yeah, wishing them both the best of luck they will be missed and skate Canada also had some other news out this week they announced a new brand identity the new emblem includes a skate maple leaf and a container that references skating badges of decades past and people have seen the image um I don't know how many people were really liking it I mean I saw more negative than positive on social media um to the change, but uh yeah, um I don't have a I'm not I kind of like first I was kinda of like, eh, I don't like it so much, and now I'm kinda of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm kind of in between. So whatever.
0: I like I think more whimsical design, so I kind of preferred the old one. Mm. But I can see because they posted online the reasoning mm-hmm, for what mm-hmm. each piece means, I think it helped break it down and have it make some sense. Mm-hmm. But the initial responses that I read mm-hmm. online, <laughs> it was mixed in a lot of negativity. Yes. So I'm interested um, to see if that changes over time. Yeah, yeah. Change is hard sometimes for I people know. to accept. When you're used to something.
1: Agreed, yeah.
0: You, Yeah, you, you're not... I mean, some people embrace change pretty quickly. I'm someone that changes. It depends on the change. Mm -hmm. I think if it's something that's for good, then I'm down usually. Mm. Okay. So we're going to move on to a new segment called interviews. And we have a few to share. We started sharing interviews a couple, probably a month and a half ago. And... We really were never sure where to put them because they weren't social media. They weren't general skating news. So we decided to, um, yeah, Gina came up with the idea of starting this new segment. So this is what we're calling it. It's it's interviews. And the first one, Victor Kratz, was on the Today in BC podcast. It is, um, he talks about, you know, coaching in Finland and then returning to British Columbia to coach there. And, you know, the change, because I didn't realize he was back until I saw this podcast posted and it was actually really decent. So hopefully folks will listen to it. Victor Kratz, of course, was the 2003 world champion with Shaylin Bourne. And then they broke off and went in two different directions.
1: There's a new podcast episode from Allison Manley. She interviewed Rocker Skating, which Jackie Wong. um, So we will put a link in the show notes so you can listen to Allison and Jackie talking about, of course, skating. And then Team USA did a feature story on Nathan Chen. Um, In the story, they talked about the SB awards, which, you know, Nathan did not win the SB. Um, His upcoming TV appearances, he has a couple of those. Um, Returning to Yale and then, of course, not being um, listed for Grand Prix events, meaning he's not competing in the Grand Prix series. Um, So we'll put a link to that story in our show notes. Nathan was also named Lake Placid's World University Games Goodwill Ambassador. And again, those are taking place. um, The World University Games are in Lake Placid in January. And about those upcoming TV appearances, one of the upcoming TV appearances for Nathan is actually this week. Nathan will be on the CBS show Secret Celebrity Renovation, and it is on August 12th. And we will put that information in our show notes.
0: He definitely has a few more planned, so we will cover those once it's closer to the time that he's going to be on there. So, Golden Skate posted on YouTube an interview with Japan's Kushiro Shimada. Shimada trains in Switzerland with Stefan Lambiel. He talks about his goals for the upcoming season, his new short program, and how Yuzuru Hanyu inspired him. International Figure Skating Magazine did an interview with Eurosport commentator Mark Hanredy. Mark is a coach, choreographer, and a pro on Dancing on Ice, which is a reality um, ice dance show that takes place in the UK. It's the brainchild of Jane Torval and Christopher Dean, and it's the type of show that comes and goes, because I feel like it might disappear for a couple years and then it comes back, Mm So it's a great in-depth article talking to Mark about how he got into doing commentary and, um yeah, what he's up to.
1: And U.S. Figure Skating posted an article with Hunter Widley, a figure skater who is also Miss South Dakota. So very interesting Ooh. there. We'll put a link to that article in our show notes. But a lot of interviews this week going on. And, again, we will, we'll keep this segment for anything um that, you know, any – News articles that are coming out about some of the skaters or YouTube, you know, podcast recordings, YouTube videos, those sorts of things that will go in this segment.
0: Yes. Moving on to social media updates. Ashley Kane posted on, I believe it was Twitter, Instagram, all of her (laughs) social media. She's going to be heading overseas to perform with Disney on Ice. She's going to play the role of Elsa. Elsa. From Disney's Frozen. That's a role that Alexa Gillis. Sister of Piper Gillis. Has done in the past. And I know she had a wonderful time. On um, the Disney tours. Ashley mentioned that this is special. Because her parents toured with Disney on Ice. For eight years. Stay tuned. On when Ashley will be performing. In a show near you. You
1: know Daphne. I actually just checked social media. Because she just posted. That she is off to Saudi Arabia. She posted, oh, Bye America, goodness. see
0: you soon, Saudi Arabia. Wow. So she, it sounds like, based <laughs> on Ashley's post, you're not going to get to see her in the US, at least right now. Right now, yeah. But follow her on social media and just kind of follow her journey. Yeah, I got to catch up with Alexi when she was touring with Disney on Ice because she came. Um, the show she was in came to Portland, Maine. So I was able to check in with her and talk to her. This was probably five or six years ago now. And she told me a lot about the life on tour Mm -hmm. and how much fun that she's been having and the friends that Mm -hmm. she's made and the, you know, a lot of positive things about the experience overall. So I'm hoping that Ashley has similar experiences
1: yeah. i know tim Delinsky is another one that's on has done disney on ice too and has enjoyed the experience as well so yeah it's great that we have like disney on ice and especially now that the tours have resumed um that skaters have the opportunities to go and take advantage of that as something they can do when they're done competing or even if they don't even compete and it's something they want to do um is a different than competing. They can go and check out the opportunities with Disney on Ice. So,
0: I believe also that Gabriella Papadakis and Guillaume Cizeron are going to be touring with Holiday on Ice, mm-hmm. which is a European tour, and it's just great to hear that these tours are going. Mm-hmm. You know, after you know being shut down, it's great. It's fantastic for the skaters to be able to go out and earn a living and do something that they love to do.
1: So, Camden Polkinen posted on social media his programs and choreographers for the 2022-2023 season. Camden has two new choreographers this year. His short program is Fly Me to the Moon, and it's choreographed by Alex Johnson, one of his coaches. And his free skate is to Inverno Portino, and it's choreographed by Shaylin Bourne.
0: Oh, that's a tango, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Getting used to the tangos because that's what we're getting at the junior level for the rhythm dance.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see both of these programs because they're with two choreographers that Camden hasn't worked with before. Obviously, we've talked about and and Camden posted it on social media that Alex Johnson is one of his coaches, his coach while he is at school at Columbia. Um, But I'm I've liked Alex's choreography and I liked how Alex skated when, you know, he skated and, and Shay Lynn and, you know, all the programs she has choreographed over the years. I just can't wait to see Camden put the, you know, work with these two choreographers and seeing these programs.
0: Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Okay. Let's see. And finally, in social media updates, Emily Hughes and her husband, Ahmet, recently welcomed their first child, Jordan Padma. Announcement was posted on Twitter by Ahmet. Congratulations to Emily and Ahmet, the Hughes family, and especially to Aunt Sarah Hughes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And moving on to our upcoming events for the week, we've got another busy week ahead. Cranberry Open will take place August 10th through the 14th at the Skating Club of Boston in Norwood, Massachusetts. The competition is part of the national qualifying series for singles and pairs. The Cranberry Cup International will take place that same week at the Skating Club of Boston. It is an international event for women, men on the junior and senior levels. Pairs was canceled, it's not part of the international anymore. Um, We will put a link to the information in our show notes. If you are heading there to the Cranberry Open or the Cranberry Cup, we learned that there is still a mask mandate in effect, so we just want to pass that along, Um, so just so you know if you're heading there for the competition.
0: Yes, the Copper Cup, part of the National Qualifying Series for Singles, takes place August 11th through 13th in Bountiful, Utah.
1: Japan's major summer competition, Gensen's Summer Cup, is August 11th through the 14th. It's expected that some Grand Prix and Junior Grand Prix skaters will
0: compete. And finally, the Hungarian Federation is holding a test skate in Budapest on August 13th and 14th. The document, we're going to put it in our show notes so that you guys can see it, lists a new senior ice dance team, Lucy Hancock and Ilyas Faradi. Lucy, of course competed previously for the UK. There's also a new junior dance team, Maya Rose Benkovics and Mark Shapiro, who had previously skated for Russia and Israel before. There's also a new senior pair, Maria Pavlova and Alexei Sviachenko. Both are from Russia. She received her Hungarian citizenship in February 2022 when she was still skating with Balazs Naji. So Gina, can you let folks know where they can reach us?
1: You can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. We have a calendar there with all of the events that we just mentioned. So check it out if you're wanting to know more about those events. We are on all of the socials as well, including Twitter at this WK in Skating, and then Facebook and Instagram, it's This Week in Skating. We love to hear from you. Uh, make sure you're following us on social media first, but we love to hear you know what you're thinking of the podcast. If you've been to any of these events, please let us know. We love to hear if you've been and what programs you enjoyed. You can message us on our social media, or you can send us an email at skating at gmail.com.
0: We definitely appreciate all the support that we've received via email and social media. We'd love for you guys to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It helps get the show out there even more. So folks know that we're doing it again. We started this podcast in the off season Mm -hmm. because we wanted to get everything organized and ready. So when the season started, we were ready to go and I feel like we've achieved that, but we definitely want this to be your show. So let us know what you'd like to hear Mm -hmm. in our episodes so at the end of every episode we like to share a little bit about what's going on in our respective websites at idc and recaps of the lake placid ice dance championships and the international have been posted as well as all of our photos from both competitions and we have a great article coming from gina that will be posted this week it's about simon schnapier's foray into coaching ice dance yeah it's a great read yes and um yeah i'm looking forward to posting that probably early in the week
1: yeah we thought it'd be a great time to do it since cranberry cup is taking place this weekend that is where simon is at the skating club of boston over on FSO, we have been busy posting photos um, from the Lake Placid Ice Dance Championships and International. I still have mo- more photos to post, so but there's a good chunk of them already up there. And Robin's been sending me photos from the Philadelphia Summer International. Um, I have most, the, all of the junior event is up, but I still have to do, finish up the senior event. So that's there. And this coming week, Robin is going to the Cranberry Cup and open, so I will have photos from that um, this week. So yeah, just busy with the photos on the FSO side, and I've been working on some articles. I have a couple other articles coming for IDC from Lake Placid as well, so stay
0: tuned. Yes, we have a lot of content coming up based on the competition that um, we attended just like week ago Mm -hmm. so there there are more articles coming so stay tuned for that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: with that we've reached the end of our episode thanks for listening i'm daphne and i'm gina and you've been listening to this week in skating
1: have a great week